Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment here. Bradley Trainer, Mike Ganger. Hey. Bradley's at home. Um, he is broadcasting from home, and you've had a little COVID situation. So you've been watching TV, <laughs> but separate. A big COVID situation. Yeah, so I do want to medium size. I just want to tell you, I just want to tell you guys about um, all the TV I've had the chance to catch up on because my little uh, COVID situation is I have COVID and I just can't leave the house. So obviously, and I also felt like crap yesterday. I'm feeling much better today. Thank God for drugs and uh, science. But the things that I have been watching are things that I wouldn't normally watch with Jamie because, like, that list is long, right? We're watching White Lotus. We're watching um, Abbott Elementary. We're watching all sorts of shows together. But then there are those shows, and any couple or friend group, you know, that has this behavior will understand where, like, there are certain shows you have to watch with them, but then there are the shows that, that your partner, your friend, whatever, are like, I don't want any part of that. I'm right. not watching it. And so... Um, this has been a wonderful chance for me. Wonderful is not the right word. Uh, an appropriate opportunity for me to catch up on all the shows that I don't watch with Jamie. But spoiler alert, stay tuned because I, I do want to tell you about something that Jamie and I um, do when we actually do get to watch things together, even though we're apart because of COVID. So have you watched on and I forgot? I think I remember you saying you watched the Rings of Power on Amazon. yes. I did. And that, for for the listener, is the Lord of the Rings, I don't want to say spinoff, but essentially television spinoff that Amazon spent like buku bucks on. Like a billion. Didn't they spend like a billion dollars it's, oh, on that so show? It's so much money. It's a prequel. And you can tell that they spent tons of money. I finally, because uh, one of the things you may not know about me, Dawn, is that I'm a huge uh, Lord of the Rings obsessed human. Yes. And it all be. It's all thanks to Peter Jackson and the magic he was able to produce with those movies, that trilogy. Mm -hmm. Not so much The Hobbit. We don't have time to discuss. But I loved the the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And so I kind of put off watching Rings of Power because, you know, when you love something so much, you're like, "Uh, I don't know. Is this going to be good? And I don't want to ruin it. And anyway, I think I worried unnecessarily. Because it's actually quite good. I'm a couple episodes in, no spoilers, but um, I'm a couple episodes in, and it really is sort of scratching that fantasy itch Mm. that the Lord of the Rings world brings me because it's such a rich world, right? What did you think about that show? I, in the end, loved it. I thought that there were times where there was 
there were lulls because it was very talk, walkie and talky. So yeah. instead of showing, what do you mean? not Tell telling. Tell the listener what you mean by that. I mean, um, like in a script, if you choose to have your characters walking and talking instead of doing action, it can get yeah. a little heady, you know, and um, not as fun to watch. So there was a period of time where we waited like a month to finish it. We just yeah. didn't want to watch it. Like every night we were like, oh, do you want to? And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it. So you might go through that, but this just know that like the last three episodes, some things happen where you're like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. And then it picks up the pace. So, um, but overall I did think it was, it, it was good, but there's a, other I'm, people agree with me, but there's a lull in the middle. I, um, I really appreciate that you said that because that makes perfect sense. There were times when I kind of tuned out and mm-hmm. I found myself having to go back and rewatch because I thought I was just being distracted with COVID brain. But I honestly think the walk and talk um, criticism is just now, if you're not like a Lord of the Rings fan, don't bother because I just feel like there's so much you're not going to catch. Like when they start talking about like um, the Silmarillion and they're talking about like (laughs) just like all the names alone, I think Mm. drive people up a wall if they're not into that world. Um, It took me four times to read that book, the Silmarillion or whatever. I yeah. stopped. I tried just like you. I tried several times yeah. and I was like, I don't need to read this book. Yeah. It's like, like a textbook. I do book. not. It's, it's With a not lot of songs and like, poems. It's just, you know, that's the beauty of Tolkien is that he created a whole world, but like, I don't need to be privy to the whole thing. So, yeah. But and anyway, he wrote a language. The, so. <laughs> several. There's several. languages. Yes. Yes. So uh, anyway, The Rings of Power has been a fun watch. Now, I want to tell you another show because I think you truly are going to love this show. If you have not started watching the show, it's called Physical 100. Have you heard about this? I have. I put it on my watch list. I get a lot of Korean shows that come up because I love watching Korean reality shows and Japanese. This is a South Korean game show, and it truly is the closest thing. And I have to believe completely styled after Squid Game. So it's like the closest to Squid Game you're going to get. They take a hundred people and they are like the fittest people in Korea, allegedly, supposedly. You've got everybody from CrossFitters to ballet dancers to fencers to, you know, bodybuilders. They take them all, men and women, 50 each, and they put them through these challenges. And it's very Squid Game. At the end, whoever survives gets three, I think it's the equivalent of about a quarter of a million dollars. And um, it is it it just reads totally like Squid Game, but they don't have to kill each other. They just have to be like super strong. Yes. And also, they're all incredibly hot and shirtless, <laughs> except for the women are wearing shirts. But they have like, on even the tops. women are just yeah, exactly. They're all incredibly hot, and it's just kind of like fun, like just tune out TV. It's just fun to watch people battle each other. So um, I think you would really like that I show. I totally called- will. Physical 100. Physical 100. Yes, it's on my list. And what list did I put that on? Netflix or Hulu or? It's Netflix. Netflix. Sorry. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's in Korean. I mean, like all the good South Korean shows are, right? Yes. Um, yes. Right now, anyway, there's like a ton of really good Korean shows on, on Netflix. You can watch it dubbed if you want, like if you don't want to read subtitles, but like, you know. I, uh, I love hearing mind, other watch. languages. I just really dig it. Yeah. So I always just yeah, read exactly. subtitles. It's okay. I do it whenever it's in um, English. Like sometimes I turn them on for Rings of Power. Like I had it on during all of Rings of oh, Power. 
Same, same. <laughs> because you, because I want I it, it, I I revel in recognizing the names, but I can't necessarily recognize them when I hear them. But I'm like, oh, I remember that person from the book when I read Lord of the Rings. Like you, it's like Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, like any super mm, high deep fantasy world building. Yeah, you need to have like some some, uh, some words in front of yeah. you. Very good. Okay. And how are you watching TV during a together? So that was all the TV I watched apart when Jamie was like doing his own thing. I'm upstairs. He's downstairs. I've taken over the whole upstairs. And um, we've done this a couple times. I don't know how you guys watch synchronistically if you need to, but you need to be in separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. Just putting in an AirPod. Like we put in one AirPod, right? Yeah. Each. So like he's downstairs, I'm upstairs. We put in our AirPod. Then we go to the show that we're going to watch. Like last night we watched an episode of the second season of White Lotus. By the way, I can't that show, you guys. I know you've watched it. but <laughs> So great. Um, and then we do a countdown, three, two, one, go. And on go, we press play at the same time. Yes. And then occasionally, <laughs> occasionally we have to like, read it'll mess up but i'm really ocd when it comes to stuff like that or faux cd because it's not really ocd but um i will like fiddle with the sound to get exactly where he is me too and then it usually takes me like a couple minutes but then when you get there it's like it's awesome it's so much fun yeah because i usually screw it up in the beginning and i don't want to tell him that oh shoot it was a couple seconds later so then i'm listening because i can hear downstairs like yeah him and i can hear that he's behind I'm ahead or I'm behind by yeah. a couple seconds. So I'll go forward and then wait. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I totally do. Then you hit pause, wait yeah. for him to catch up and then you hit play and hope you catch it. And when you get it, you're like, yeah, <laughs> and then they can be doing that at the same time. So well, yeah. Jamie, see Jamie doesn't, he doesn't futz with the remote at all. So like, yeah, that's he, up to like, you. I know he, he will leave it alone so I can just obsess about it. But yeah, totally. Anyway, I'm sure I'm not alone. <laughs> and then if you do anything on Hulu, you can do Hulu Watch Party because it does it for you. Yeah, you were telling me about that before. Yeah, all it does, you go to Hulu Watch Party and then you just invite the, it just sends you an invitation. You can do it even with the same account. So like you can just invite somebody else and then it does it for you. Like it counts it down and gonna... syncs it. I'm going to see if we can figure that out tonight for Abbott Elementary, because that's what we watch on Hulu. Very good. All right. Well, uh, hopefully uh, people got some TV recommendations. Otherwise, they know what I'm doing in my crazy house. I'm sure you all care. But anyway, when we come back, Paul Rudd, did you know he owned a sweet shop in upstate New York? I think I heard that somewhere, but I don't know the details. Well, you're going to learn them when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas with huge savings for 2023. If ever there was a time to visit the Little Blind Spot showroom, that time is here. Right now, select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of 30% off the purchase value, up to $1,200. That's right, I said $1,200. Hunter Douglas Honeycomb Shades are designed to conserve energy at the window in any season. They trap heat inside the honeycomb fabrics during the winter months 
and keep cool air inside your home in summer. It's like they were made for Minnesotans. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today for help from the best experts in the business. Or you can visit them online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. We're big on service. Hi, my talkers. Shall the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. As a kid, you dream of owning things like, oh, I just want to own Disneyland or maybe a candy store. <laughs> and there's a celebrity who actually owns a candy store, right, Bradley? It's true, and it's Paul Rudd. Also, really quickly, Dawn, you know how that song says, the one we just heard, like, you go to Japan, blah, yes. blah, blah, and I know you're obsessed with Japan. Yes. I, that was my major in college. I lived there for a little bit. I'm sitting here and I'm broadcasting today from home, dear listeners. COVID, thanks. Bye. I'm good. Um, but one of the things that's right next to my uh, microphone, I can't, I don't think you can see this. It's my flashcards from college. <gasps> oh my God. These were my Japanese flashcards for kanji. Oh. So I feel like while I'm at home, we should test your, or not test, but we should um, teach you or oh, have you yeah. read my flashcards. I think yeah, Can I think that, that isn't that isn't that house? Nope. No, no, uh, that is like sun. Yay! It's sun. You got it. Oh yeah, I knew it was something and, um, I'd looked up before. What's that? I knew it was something I'd looked up before because I was trying to learn how to say my name or write my name in kanji, and my name is oh, you okay. know sunrise essentially. It's dawn, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Aki, actually, you know, it's interesting. Well, we'll talk about this off the air, and maybe we'll make a segment out of it someday. But anyway, I'm <laughs> oh, thinking about you. Oh, you're so good at keeping on track. <laughs> I'm so... No, I'm not. If I was good at keeping on track, I would have told you about Paul Rudd and his candy store, which is what I will now do. But just know, I've got these flashcards, and they're coming for you. Okay. Um, okay. So... The Ant-Man is everywhere, right? Because of Wasp Quantumania. Is that the movie that he's doing right yeah. now? I don't know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mike's so, super excited about it. I am. Are Looking you really, Mike? Oh, yeah. That's part oh. of our Valentine's Day date night on Friday night. So oh. Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. Yes, it's going to be fun. Let's, and then there's going to be like a, is there like an evil roach in that movie? An evil roach. I guess I have completely avoided the trailers at all costs. So <laughs> I, I just feel like there should be. Spoiler alert, it's just evil gonna, roach. No, it's not a spoiler. I just think there should be an evil roach. It's going to be a very attractive, evil Jonathan Majors. That's the only thing I know. Okay. Well, in the meantime, he's doing <laughs> press for this movie. And the press um, is asking him all sorts of questions. It's, you know, celebrities do this all the time. But one of the interesting stories I read that caught my attention was that Paul Rudd, has a candy shop a sweet shop he owns a sweet shop in upstate new york and i was like really paul rudd why do you own a sweet shop like i don't know celebrities owning things is not that unusual right yeah we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But um, it turns out like he and another actor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I don't know if... Oh my God, I'm in love really with know. him. Are you? What's he from again? Oh, uh, He's from The Good Fight. He is from... Um, he's from Walking Dead. He plays oh, okay. Negan. Negan in Walking Dead was the, yeah. his biggest yeah, recent yeah. role. Um, so, he's very dreamy in The Good Wife, though. So the they're the respective couples, Jeffrey and his wife and um Paul and his wife. Who's Paul married to? I'm sidetracking, sorry. Anyway, they owned or they decided to buy this sweet shop together because I guess the owner, the original owner died, and so they stepped up to take over this shop, which they both couples loved, I guess. And so that's the story. It's nothing more complicated than that. But while I was reading this like random story about Paul Rudd's sweet shop, because there's a picture of him, it's called Samuel's. It's in Rhinebeck, New York. And from what I and, remember, um, it's an old st- shop that like needed to be saved or it was going to go away. Or am I just making yeah. that up? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's exactly the story. And, you know, they sell pastries and have like, you know, coffee drinks and things like that. But they also have candy. As I was reading about this story and I thought, oh, that'd be kind of fun to like go to Paul Rudd's sweet shop. <laughs> yes. But then also because Paul Rudd is sexy and he was people's sexiest man alive. But also he has crap taste in candy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you mean? He literally like, okay, I shouldn't say crap because it's not my taste, but other people might have this taste. He said literally that he had the candy taste of a seven year old. And he goes, you know, the long tube of bottle caps, I can't get them because I'll eat the whole tube of bottle caps or I'll eat the entire tube of fruit Mentos. And I'm like, God, what adult gets really excited for <laughs> bottle caps? Because it's essentially just sugar, right? It it reminds me of like just really bland sweet tarts. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, no. Yeah. It basically is. And yeah. by bland sweet tarts, that's kind of a like a what's the word? Like it, it's kind of redundant oh, <laughs> because yeah. sweet tarts are bland and of themselves. But yeah. yes. Then he also um, talked about one of his other favorite candies. Gross is the white Tic Tac. Oh, what? What is going on? Anyone. You own a sweet shop and your favorite candy? He goes, I'll tell you what is really unheralded candy. That's another one of my all-time faves. The white Tic Tac. No, that's not even candy. That's like something you find in the bottom of someone's purse. (laughs) Yeah, it's like when you're desperate for candy and you don't have candy, but you do find one of those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it tastes like lint. And he said... (laughs) And your grandma's perfume. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's a little hint of vanilla or something. and It's really low-key fantastic. No, Paul Rudd, it's not. Oh, God. I feel sorry for him. Like, he's never tried any candy, but that can't be the case. Well, I know. Like, dude, you own a candy shop. Go try some more candy. He also says he kind of likes chocolate, too. Great. Thanks, Paul Rudd. At least Mike is excited to go see your movie. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Hey, when we come back... (laughs) 
<laughs> when we come back, our good friend Dawn has all the latest from your dreams. She's interpreting dreams when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Hallelujah, these are good times, baby. Ah, good times, girl, good times. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. You know Dakota Dental, a great family dentist, some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. And frankly, I've been a patient at Dakota Dental for the last few years. And the reason is clear. Well, I started going to Dakota Dental because they helped me uh, with a dental emergency. I'd cracked a front tooth, got me right in, fix the problem the first time. I didn't even have to think about it. And from that point on, I was hooked. Regular checkups, cleanings, you name it. And I'm not a stranger to dental care. So they've helped me with a crown. And most recently, I have been on a dental implant journey, which means um, I got the first step of my dental implant process. Oh gosh, it's been just over a month. And then in just over another month, I'm going to go back and finish that process. They have been so helpful and thoughtful along the entire way when it comes to dental implants, regular checkups, you name it. Head to dakotadental.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Planet Playcation. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And uh, this is the part of the show I do this on Wednesdays. I interpret your dreams. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? We get a lot of dreams uh, from you guys. Thank you for emailing. I am like still in January dreams. So if you have emailed me in February, I haven't gotten to those yet. I'm trying to pick dreams that most people could relate to or things that are like, oh, I've dreamt of that before. So that is, um, and you know, just trying to get to everybody. So if you've emailed me and you don't hear it yet, you could hear it next week. There you go. Awesome. What dreams do we got? Well, um, I, I have them down, uh, down there on the grid at the bottom. Oh, Seven. my God, it's girl. Okay. I was sitting here waiting over on my email. Oh, but I'm sorry. You know what? Here they are. It's all good. Should we start with Tiffany? Yeah, let's start with Tiffany. She's been uh, waiting for a long time now to get this dream interpreted. All right, Tiffany, today is your day. Consistent dream. This is what Tiffany says. Consistent dream for years that I try to swing a bat or throw a ball, but it's a half swing or the ball just goes a little bit. I am trying with all my strength or I try to throw a punch and I can never make contact. My arm feels heavy. Thank you, Don. You don't know how much this helps listening to your segment. Oh, thank you, Tiffany. Okay, so if you're playing the game and you're having problems swinging the ball or making contact, it's a good dream because you view your life as a game, okay? And I do that. Like, sometimes when I'm, well, when I go to the grocery store, I 
put a timer on my phone and if I, I have to get out of there wow. in like 13 minutes or 12 minutes or something, like I make it a game. Oh, because, like in your real life, you're not saying in a dream. Yeah, exactly. So I'm in, I would, I, I'm giving that example because I take things in my life that I don't like to do and try to turn them into a game so that I, no, that makes sense. You know? So, uh, Tiffany, you might do things like this just to get through life, but sometimes you don't have the will to be successful. So if you're thinking about that's why you're not able to make contact with the bat. As far as the punching goes, if you in any way, um, if you are punching because you're in a boxing match and it's for fun, that's one thing. But if you're punching because you feel like someone's going to hurt you, that means that, uh, you know, you are afraid of change and you're having a hard time inner turmoil with a part of yourself that you feel like you're a victim of. So that's different. You just have to, I don't know, Tiffany, if you can think of when you're doing the punching, if it's in a boxing ring or not. So that would, that's that one. And I know that some people have that, you know, that they're in some type of a game whenever they dream. So if you are in, again, restate that for everyone. If you're in a dream, it's a game. The game means you view your life as a game. Like I dream about plays a lot. So I see my life a lot of times as a story that's detached from myself. A lot of times oh. it's because I don't want to connect emotionally to things that are too difficult. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. All right, okay. what else do we have um, here? Should we, should we do Amy? Yeah, sure. Now, um, I believe Amy is the one that says, I'm in a house, right? Yes, that's right. I'm in a house. Sometimes now I feel like Don, I feel like I know exactly what you're going to say because oh, I listened to you do this one before. I am in a house. Sometimes it's my house, sometimes it's someone else's, and I keep finding rooms that we didn't even know were there. I'm very happy and excited about it and they are always nice rooms. That's for Amy. Awesome. I picked this one because I have about three different emails of people dreaming of homes and finding rooms. This is a common dream. And it's actually a good dream because your your a house is a frame of mind. So when you have this dream, which I believe it's reoccurring, you are dreaming of a new frame of mind that you are in. And change is always good. Just stay in the same old way of thinking all the time. You're not going to have any growth. So dreaming of a house where you are exploring the rooms means that there's so much possibility for you. You see it as a positive thing. Your mind, you can you know that there are things up there that are untapped, untapped. Mm-hmm. And so that you are willing to look at, I'm I'm ready to know what these new experiences are in my mind. Yeah. So it's a positive view of yourself. Uh, and also that you're adaptable and willing to change. Yeah, what I find interesting about these dreams is, A, we all have them, which I just think is utterly fascinating. Like, whatever you think about dream interpretation or, like, the science of dreams or the meaning of dreams, because truthfully, the science is not all that, you know, deep, right? Because it's such a mm-hmm. such a subjective thing. But the fact that we all have similar dreams and in this case like this it's just that blows my mind like why would we all anyway yeah it's uh, called the universal language of mind yeah so i know but like why well, anyway, i have so many questions no answers it's okay but 
I can tell you um, that the School of Metaphysics, for instance, they have been in this since the 60s, and this is their dream interpretation that they have developed. And there are other like dream books you can get or whatever. They've done actual research with lining up since the 60s, so like over 70 years of, of yeah, interpreting oh, sure. dreams and learning what's happening in the person's life so they can make this universal language of mind like dictionary. So... Yeah, no, I just think it's incredibly fascinating that as creatures, we all share similar things, even though like we're not related, we're not connected, but it's fascinating, right? Yeah. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I don't know. So should we move on to Sierra? Yeah. All right. So Sierra has now Sierra has a lot of words. So just stick with me. Okay. I know I've got COVID voice, but Notice how everything today is just going to be COVID in front of it for me. It's COVID okay. Brain, I, I mean, voice. the fact that you're broadcasting right now is like, Bradley, you don't have to work, but you are. So. Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. And you know what? what? What else would I be doing? Right now, I would be sitting here staring at a wall. Okay. Let's talk to Sierra. She says, or listen to Sierra, rather. I was grocery shopping with a friend, and she was driving us home. As we were pulling into the driveway... She decided to back in and briefly block the road. There was another car, and I saw the driver of that car get mad as she went around us. (laughs) Right after she passed us, she hit another car, slowly, head on. Mm. Not much damage, and I started to get out of the passenger seat of the car uh, that I was in in order to check on them. But the angry driver got out, walked back toward our car, (laughs) wearing an old-style gas mask, Think Doctor Who, are you my mummy style? Which oh. I just love the Doctor Who shout <laughs> Thank out, Thank you. Sierra. That's Thank why you. I did this one, yeah. I appreciate it. I was so distracted by her mask, and also that episode scares me. <laughs> I was so distracted by her mask that I didn't see her pull out a gun and shoot me. Ooh. Then I just sort of tipped forward, and I heard the clinking, the clicking of the gun as she tried to fire a few more times, but couldn't. <laughs> I tried to grab a gun that I had, Mm. but couldn't. That's when I woke up. I had a lot of nightmares and terrors as a kid, so I trained myself to change things in dreams. (gasps) Oh, Sierra, like we are cut from the same cloth. Oh my gosh, that's so great. I um I too had lots of night terrors as a kid and mm-hmm. really had to train myself to wake up and let that end. So Sierra, what what is this very very intense dream mean for Sierra? Okay, this dream is about her body. So something is happening with your body, Sierra. You might have had an illness, you might have had uh troubles in an area involving your self-image when it comes to your body or a sickness of some sort and you hate not being able to conduct your life because a car is your body you're seeing parts of your body as um, whoever's driving the car that's actually you all the people in the dream are you so the one that went to the grocery store is the one who's looking for information because food is knowledge So you're at least trying to get information about your body that you don't feel in control of. The people that are mad at you, that is a part of you, but they're driving the part of you that's sick and you don't like them. Okay, so whatever you're going through physically, you see it as your body is the enemy. And in your dream, you made it be a person driving a car. And when they actually, the anger and the shooting... um, you feel like you're going to be permanently changed in some way because of this, whatever's happening with your body and you feel like a victim of it. So then you're trying Mm -hmm. to protect yourself and 
overcome whatever physical thing you're going through by shooting back. So it's really interesting. interesting because death is change in a dream. So she has a tool for change in her hand, which is the gun. But she sees that as the enemy. And of course, if you're having some type of an illness, you're not going to go, oh, gosh, isn't this great? I'm going to change. Things are going to yeah. change for me. But you're afraid of it. And it's totally um, it's totally like acceptable that you would have this dream don't feel like you're not, you know, we all feel that way whenever things are going on with our body and we feel out of control with it. So just know the thing that you told me at the end, that as a kid you had night terrors and you figured out that you could change things in your dream. Know that you can do that in waking life. Because once you start dreaming that you can transform things, the message from your soul is that you need to recognize that in your daily life you are participating you in your life thing. and you can change things in your life. And so maybe to look at it that way will help you, you know, that you you can stop seeing it as an enemy and as another person. Or Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thing that's taking over. You're in control. You are. You can make changes in your life, and I'm not saying it's so easy. I don't know what you're going through, but I hope that makes sense to you, No, Sarah. but that's empowering. I think that's a totally empowering interpretation, and I learned something because, and I, I bet Sierra did too, that like the car is the body. That's that's a new one. I didn't know that. And there so. are many cars in this dream, if you notice. There's the one that she's in, which is the body that is trying to get knowledge because she went to the grocery store. So she's trying to learn about oh. it. You know, and then there's the other one that's actually the disease or the the ailment. And then there yeah. are other random bodies that are probably the body she used to have that she's wishing she had now that she's running into. I mean, there's just it's all about the body. That's fascinating. So deep. Well, you guys, you can have this experience for yourself by submitting your dream, even though Dawn has plenty to get to. But <laughs> Just know that she might address your dream or a dream like your dream. That's the other thing is like because we all have these similar dreams, it seems like you might actually get some information even if she didn't pick your dream in, in uh, particular. But, Dawn, they can just send an email to you directly, right? That's right. So you can go to our website, mytalk1071.com, and find it there. Um, and, yeah, just send me an email. Fabulous. Hey, um, both times that I have gotten COVID, Dawn, I have had intense dreams the night before. The most recent one, I got a hug from Betty White, and it made my day, and it was super awesome. What does that mean? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you are you have to think about what you think of Betty White. Uh, that she's love and uh, amazing. She's pure love yes. and amazing. Okay, so you're dreaming about that part of yourself, but you think it's right now, you think it's an imaginary part of yourself? Oh, interesting. So, so when we dream about celebrities, we're dreaming about an imaginary. Because to you, even though you know Buddy White on TV, you don't know her in person. So yeah. it's a, it's an imaginary part. And those qualities that you think of them, that is a part of yourself you're dreaming about. But you need to believe oh. that you are actually pure light and love. Look, oh. and you're hugging yourself. That's so sweet. You're like taking care of yourself through, through Betty White. 
through COVID. <laughs> Betty White helped me through COVID. Thanks, Betty. All right. When we come back, Dawn um, is going to continue to help us get to the bottom of all sorts of things. In fact, actually, we're just going to talk about Tom Brady. It has nothing to do with Dawn helping us, but you will help us get through this next segment when we return right here on My Talk 1071. <laughs> The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, gosh. Tom Brady is entertaining. You know, he's he plays that sports ball thing, or he used to. And um, also, recently, the thirst trap. You've got some feelings about Tom Brady, and it's, I found this really interesting. I have um, weird feelings about Tom Brady. I, I think that's, like, the perfect way to put it, because... I don't know, but I saw this story about him posting a Valentine's Day message. It's it just made me think that Tom Brady is going through that awkward single phase. Like, you know, like when somebody ends a really long term relationship and they're trying to, like, get back out there and seem like I'm a single person. And you're just like, oh, that's adorable. (laughs) Like, remember his like his kind of like sad like dad thirst trap where he was like on the edge of the bed holding his junk going is this how you do this yeah and like that was just kind of like and then he said something like enjoying the day or i don't know yeah it wasn't it didn't line up with like hey do you want some of this (laughs) no it wasn't like but it was just like it was it was cute it was adorable, I think, would be the, yeah. the term the kids would use, right? Although I don't think they're actually using that term. But anyway, so most recently, he posted an inspirational quote on Instagram. And that's another thing where I'm like, oh, isn't that, bless his heart. He's oh. trying. And the the inspirational quote that he posted said, love is not a transaction. It is a certain exuberance and sweetness of your emotion. Also, I don't know what that means, but it it comes in like really flowery scripts. It's actually a quote from allegedly, because I don't know that I take every Google image of an inspirational quote at its word, No, but it purports to be a quote, cryptic quote from Sud, and I'm probably mispronouncing the name, Sadguru, who is apparently a popular mystic and yogi. And I just thought, like, this is so, like, adorkable as well, because it's that thing. You see celebrities do this, like, low-key. Um, I don't know if you'd call it, like, shady necessarily, but he's like, <laughs> I'm talking about love after I just ended this relationship, right? So you you just immediately assume he's trying to say something about his failed marriage. I don't, to pick it apart... I understand the love is not a transaction. The second half that says it is a, it is a certain exuberance and sweetness of your emotion. That's a little muddy to me. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? A certain exuberance right? and sweetness of your emotion. The sweetness of my emotion? emotion. Yeah. That's why it's like uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, You could have just said. And also, the two juxtaposed don't mean anything. Like, part A doesn't really connect no. to part B. Like, love is not a transaction. You give it away freely, right? That's like, right. That exactly. would be... Exactly, yes. Right? <laughs> but maybe he doesn't want to be that plain about it. You know, he yeah. liked... I don't know if he understands what he posted. 
Well, exactly. But that's why I was like, oh, Tom Brady's in that phase where he's still just trying to figure himself out. And he's, bless his heart. He's just putting up inspirational quotes at this point, which I we mean, were doing like 10 years ago. Exactly. And also, it's one of my pet peeves. And I don't know if you know this about me, Dawn, but we're learning things about each other as we embark on this new adventure. (laughs) And one of the things that drives me up a wall is when celebrities or people in your own life, like, let me be clear, I care less about celebrities. But when my friends and family do this, I'm like, you guys, just say what you mean. You have your own words. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes I get like you see a, a quote that really means something to you. But if you're trying to shade your ex, just yes, just do it or like know that you're being shady and don't do it. Right? I have like, check a couple yourself. of friends who are uh, recently divorced and it's all quotes and it's all directed towards their ex. It's all about their relationship that didn't turn out. And I'm like, "Ah, everybody knows you're talking about her. Like, please And and nobody's going to tell your friend, like, girl, we see you. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, just, you don't, uh, it's just kind of cringy. And it also. And then you know your friend group is sending this to to your, like your friend group is getting this (laughs) image, like screen cap behind your back. With like eye roll emojis. Right. I just, I, yeah, it's just because, you know, and then I will try to not do that, but just like send up a note saying, hey, how are you doing? By the way. <laughs> no, but see, that's the, that's the healthy response. I'm like, hey, like, I don't okay? want to be in your business, but are you doing okay? I just want to make sure that, you know, I'm attending to this friendship and I haven't talked to you in a while. And, you know, if they want to open up about it, they can. But um, and I'm there to listen if they want to vent. But it's like I don't have the heart to say because when someone's grieving something or going through that, you're kind of um, not in your right mind, you know. Oh, well, sure. And so it's hard to make a good good decisions. And so I don't want to criticize what they put out there on Instagram. But should I as a friend? Well, and I don't even think it's as deep as that. Like maybe, and you know, I'm not talking about like specific people, but like when I see Tom Brady posting something like this, it's not like, I'm sure Tom Brady is going through like his own personal drama, but I don't think that's the expression. Like, I don't think it's the Instagram quote that is the expression of that. I think it's him thinking like, this is how I need to present myself on social media to an audience. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's also when you're in that position of being such a powerful person, no one's going to tell you you're doing something weird. Well, exactly, exactly, 100%. Like, again, if it was your best friend, you'd be like, girl, what are you doing? Do we need to go have coffee? Right? Like, you're, you, would, you would have no problem talking to your friend about the issue. Like, what? I'm reading another one that he put up. Okay, what is it? It's a video, and I think he's just he's just talking to the camera, but it says, Tom Brady, I love my family. I love my teammates. I love my friends. I love my coaches. I love football. Aww. I love you all. Oh, see, I told you it's, it's adorable. It's like a poem from a third grader. <laughs> <laughs> now who's being shady? I've taken it. I've taken it too far, but I know he also put up like my one true love and it's his daughter, you know, that's very sweet. And, 
And um, I just think he's in that. Like I said, I just found it adorable in the sense that, like, you can just tell he's he is an, a, a newbie in this mode of expression because he just hasn't had to have that before, right? Yeah. Because Giselle would probably say, don't put that up. It's weird. Exactly. Exactly. All right. When we come back, we have to talk about speaking of, well, the opposite of adorable, Megan Kelly Fox and Machine Gun Kelly when we uh, come back right here on My Talk 1071.